0: This is the Average to Savage Podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is Isaac Copeland. Isaac, how's it going?
1: Pretty good, man. How you doing today?
0: You know, pretty good. Uh, I know uh, the G League season probably got cut short now. So Mm. what were your feelings going on uh, throughout this whole coronavirus?
1: Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Like pretty much every day I wake up, I'm like, "No way, this is real." Because I like, we're in a movie right now, and uh, just kind of have a sense of you know, not knowing what's going on, not really knowing what's, what, tomorrow's going to hold. It's a little bit different for everybody right now. So people are acting crazy, but you, I'm trying to you know stay positive and just do what I got to do right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I've been saying to all my friends. I feel I was like I feel like we're in a movie right now. Yeah. So uh, going back uh, in time, you grew up in North Carolina, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, how'd you get involved uh, playing basketball? Uh,
1: my dad, he played at East Carolina, so I kind of looked up to him, you know, growing up in Arisville, I was going to gonna play basketball, but I didn't start taking it seriously until, like, middle school. I played AAU at Garner Road, and, and that's when I started really, like, wanting to take it seriously working out and doing all the extra stuff, so mm-hmm. probably, like, middle school is when I, when I realized I really wanted to play.
0: Did you play any other sports growing up?
1: No, I didn't. I wanted to play football, but... I was really a twig when I was growing up, so my mom won't try to let me do that.
0: Gotcha. And then I know you went to prep school too, but what was uh moving from North Carolina to New Hampshire like?
1: Um, it was it was different. Um that was my second year of boarding school. Actually the year before that I went to a school called Miller. Mm-hmm. It was in uh, Croze, Virginia, like right by UVA, probably like 20 minutes away from UVA. So that was my first experience really being away from home. So I think that prepared me um, for the big move in New Hampshire. Like I had my car and stuff in uh, in Miller, so I was able to go back and forth home. Mm-hmm. But when I went to Brewster, I went home, and I didn't come back till like Christmas and then graduation, I came back like home. So it was a little different, um, way colder back in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. uh, snowed every day, stuff like that, but it was a good experience for me.
0: Yeah, I'm from New England. I'm in Connecticut, so I definitely know uh, about those oh, winters.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy out there. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and then yeah, what was the difference between like say like you were at public school playing a like a prep school basketball?
1: Uh, just the level of competition. Like well, the NEPSAC is known as one of the best leagues in the country, and um, so every day you played against people that's in the NBA now or really good college players. You know, everybody that plays in that league, especially even on our team. We have four people that's in the, that play in the NBA so far off my team alone. So it's crazy. Um, just the level of competition and just, you know, how dedicated they are compared to other people in um in regular high school because that's all they really are doing out there is, is working out and playing basketball.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You said four of the guys that are on your team are in the NBA
1: now? Oh, uh, they at least played sure. in the NBA. Yeah. So we have Jonah Bolton. He played with the uh, Sixers. Um, I'm not sure what he's doing right now, but I'm sure he's about to pick, uh, pick back up with a team. Devontae Graham, he's with the Hornets. Donovan Mitchell, and, uh, Jared Terrell, he's with two. He was on two-way with uh, the Timberwolves last year. So this year he was overseas though. But West well, four right there out of, out of our team that played in the NBA.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. then yeah, coming out of prep school, uh, you were a five-star recruit and you signed with uh, Georgetown. Uh, what was the recruiting process like? And then what made you ultimately pick Georgetown?
1: Uh, honestly, the recruiting process is really uh, annoying to me. A lot of people like it, but. I wasn't really into it so I committed early. And um, Georgetown was the most consistent school and you know they had a good balance of academics and athletics, so I was like, This is where I wanna go, so, so I decided to go there.
0: Was there another school like the final two or was it or you were just like Georgetown? Uh
1: no, my final three was Georgetown, NC State and Florida State.
0: Okay. Yeah. It was a nice moving kinda closer to home being from you were up in New Hampshire?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. I was tired of you know only being on call with my family, so I wanted them to be able to come see me play, and you know it's like a five hour drive from DC to North Carolina, so it wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I know you played two se- or two or three seasons at Georgetown.
1: We'll just say like two two and a half. It was really I played like ten games my junior year. Okay, something like that. Yeah.
0: So what was your experience like at Georgetown?
1: Uh, it was cool. I learned a lot. Uh, different system, different type of basketball, different environment. But I, I mean, I think it helped me out in the future. Helped me um, learn how to push through things and just honestly helped me with my basketball IQ and stuff as well. So uh, I really enjoyed it there. But um, I made the decision to leave for myself.
0: Yeah. So what was that process like? Transferring versus like, you know, the recruiting process.
1: Yeah. Transferring, I was kind of like, I want to go somewhere where I'm most comfortable. And just, I had a lot going on. I had an injury, and I, so I knew I was going to have some time out. And I needed just to be in a place where I was comfortable and new, trusting people around me. And when, I was, when it was time for me to play, going to a system, I thought I could really thrive in. So, the, the coach that actually got me to go to um, Georgetown was at Nebraska. That's why I decided to go there.
0: Oh, okay. That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, who, who's the coach?
1: Uh, Kenya Hunter. He's actually assistant now at UConn. Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah. Oh, at the time when you were at Georgetown, who was the head coach then?
1: Was it was JC Three. Oh, okay. He was the head coach then. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. What was it like uh, being coached by him? Because I know he's like legendary.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It was cool. Very different. He um, has his own, you know, suspicions and stuff like that. So I had to get used to that. But he has a great uh, basketball mind and um, really taught me a lot.
0: Yeah, I know. I keep on kind of asking this, but you moved around a lot. So what, what was it like going from? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Georgetown to uh, Nebraska, just, like, living in Nebraska, like, that must have been yeah. totally different, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, the culture shock. You know, D.C. is one of the, you know, a bigger city in Nebraska, for sure. Um, There's a lot more going on, and um, different weather, different food spots, all that. But Nebraska has more than people, you know, would think. Like, you think it's just cornfields and stuff like that, but no, we got, like, a nice little college town, and um, every game was sold out, and... Other than the weather, I mean, it was really a great place to me.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, your two seasons there, those are your best two seasons of college, I'd say. Um, yeah. So what was that like? And then I know you had another injury your senior year. So, like, what kept you motivated to keep on overcoming all the injuries?
1: Well, I mean, I think it kind of goes back to what I've been through my whole career. Like, this whole time, you keep bringing up how much I moved around. And when you do stuff like that, you have to learn how to just kind of pick it up and keep it moving. So... I mean, when I go through things, a uh, tight circle. My family always has my back. So, you know, when I get when I get hurt or whatever, just I just kind of lean on them. And, you know, I've been here before and just keep pushing. Like, I know I'm a good player. I know no intentions of giving up. So, I just keep playing. And that's, that's pretty much it. I just keep working.
0: Yeah, what was your overall experience at Nebraska like, like on the court and off the court?
1: Uh, it was great. I mean, like I said, every game was sold out. So, I was used to that. No offense to Georgetown. But when I was there... We had a couple games where it was a lot of fans, but in Nebraska, it was like every every game was a lot of fans, so that was different for me, you know, playing in the Big Ten, and every every gym was like that. It was more of a college vibe in the Big Ten, and um, so I enjoyed that a lot, and off the court it was a lot of fun as well. Got um, my, my own first apartment and stuff out there, I had a dog, all that, all that. so I mean, I was able to do some things that I wasn't able to do previously in, in college, so I enjoyed it a lot.
0: How many times did you go to the tournament?
1: Only one time, man, my freshman year. I think we got robbed, my uh, junior in Nebraska, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh,
0: That's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, that's why I just couldn't believe still that they canceled it this year. But, uh, yeah. like, I thought they would have even, maybe even, like, a modified one, just, like, less teams or something. But it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's when I knew it was super real because, like, you know how much money they obviously make off the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, going back, it's your senior year, and then you're going back into the like the 2019 uh, NBA draft. I know unfortunately you didn't get drafted, but uh, you prevailed again and you tried out for the Texas Legends. So what, what was that whole process like? Just like trying to get drafted and then trying out for the G League team.
1: Well, I mean, I was coming in. I had it. I told my ACL, so I knew I, that was my priority. Was just getting back healthy, so I wasn't, I knew I was going to get drafted. I I was a fifth-year senior, like, it's hard to see a fifth-year senior coming off injury get drafted, so going in, I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I knew I was going to be able to play somewhere at some level, you know, and I didn't want to go overseas yet coming off off an injury, so I was like, let me go to the G League, and the way they have it set up, like, you can do local player tryouts, and basically, you can sign up as a local player tryout, but you get to pick what team you want to go to, so instead of entering the draft and just... Being sent somewhere where I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be. Uh, I decided to come here to the Texas Legends, so that's how that
0: worked. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't even know that you could do that. Again. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so why, why'd you pick the Texas Legends to try for?
1: Uh, basically, because if all else fails, I think I could get better here and just continue to rehab my body in a, in a good environment. So that's why I wanted to come here. They have good people and good staff. So that was what I was looking at it as, and I think that. That held true for sure.
0: Yeah, what's it like playing with uh, your former college teammate Isaiah Robbie?
1: Oh yeah, Isaiah Robbie. He held oh, um, Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Uh, he got traded like maybe two months ago to the OKC to the Thunder. So, I mean, it was cool while it lasted. Um, we never actually got to play a game together because before I was cleared, he was playing. Then when I got cleared, he was sitting out with his injury. So we never got to take the floor together. So that kind of sucked, but. Practice. We practiced each other a couple of times, and just being around him again was was a good good experience.
0: Oh, that's crazy! I didn't even know that. And then, yeah. So, what's the G League season been like so far? And then, like, what's your plans for the future?
1: Uh, it was cool. I mean, personally, for me, this year it was really up and down. Of uh, waiting to get clear, and then having hiccups here and there with my injury, just. I didn't really focus in on getting back healthy, but some games I came in, and really produced. Um, I showed promise, and I think I'm heading in the right direction. So for my future, I mean, priority number one right now really is just working on my body and stuff just to make sure I'm, I'm ready for the next step and whatever is, else is next for me. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, if I'm going to do G League again or try to go overseas, just kind of wait and see what with this whole coronavirus does and see where I'm at and then make a move from there.
0: Yeah, and how are you um, planning on staying in shape now that apparently, like you know, gyms and stuff are closing? Um, are you going to do like home workouts? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to. I mean, that's the only option. I just sat down for a couple of days and played a lot of Xbox, but I'm starting to get bored with that, so I need to mix in some workouts and get back to getting the sweat in. So yeah. I'll be doing some home workouts, and I just hit my trainer back at home. Uh, he's got a gym, so I'm gonna see what he what he says about all that, but. Yeah, just, if I have to, I do some homework else. I'm not against
0: it. Yeah, for sure. And then what advice would you give, like, a young player trying to get, like, a D1 scholarship or trying to go pro?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, just, just continue to work. I mean, I know it's a cliche that homework pays off, but it really does. And just kind of block out the outside world, especially nowadays. I mean, when I was in high school, social media was around, but it's nowhere near what it is today. And I think a lot of kids get caught up in that, so block that, the outside noise out and just focus on what you want
0: to do and you'll be all right yeah i mean that's crazy even you saying it because you're only like what, five years out of high school basically five yeah. years no yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy,
1: it's crazy
0: yeah, it's crazy like i'm 27 right now uh mm-hmm. so that's why it's like <laughs> i always talk about how i remember when i was in college we didn't even have instagram dms yet <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. senior year we had it like that's why it's crazy
1: <laughs> yeah it's wild man Whole overtime movement, all that.
0: Big. What's your uh, opinions on social media? Like, which one's your favorite? I'd say
1: um, Instagram is my favorite, but I think Twitter is by far the funniest. I mean, all the memes yeah. and stuff. Like, I don't really tweet that much, but I just like to go up there every day and watch everybody else talking about. It's, it's hilarious. But yeah, Instagram, Twitter- my favorite though.
0: <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Twitter's on another level. Twitter is just wild sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, facts
0: And what do you what do you like to do in uh, your free time?
1: uh game i like to play xbox that's that's my main thing and other than that i've been learning how to dj i started that last summer so i'm gonna pick that back up when i get back home and continue to learn how to do that but nine times out of ten if i'm not working out if you call me i'm on xbox
0: okay how'd you get into dj
1: um my uncle he's actually a dj so i always had an interest in music um since i was younger and I've always been wanting to mix songs together and stuff like that. So I told him about it. And he was like, you know, I'm a DJ, right? And I said, I had no idea. So he invited me over to the crib one day, had this whole setup out. And he just showed me how to use it. He said, have fun. So I literally sat there for hours just making different songs. And then from there, I was like, this, this is this something I can do as a hobby? And, you know, not make any money with it and just enjoy it. Outside of the Xbox, you know, I, I enjoy it and I'm going to keep keep learning how to do it.
0: Yeah, so what's your favorite games right now?
1: Two um, K and Call of Duty is pretty much all I play. Yeah, uh, I got the new Warzone, so I get that in with my guys, and then um, playing the park on Two K. That's about it.
0: What about what's your favorite song right now?
1: Oh, that's tough. Hmm. It's probably uh, yes, Sir Thirsty" by uh, Lil Uzi and Twenty One Savage off his uh, little deluxe package he dropped on the Uzi album.
0: The hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to... I don't think i listened to the new one because he dropped two albums, I know. Uh, yeah, got the new songs. He's smart. He dropped it like the day of the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everybody gonna listen to it yeah. anyway, but especially now the inside. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, if you weren't a pro basketball player, what do, you, what do you think you'd be
1: doing? Wow. I was not prepared for that question, but <laughs> you... <laughs> um, you know... Probably something with television. My mom, she uh, had her own TV show pretty much the whole time till I was about 17 or 18. So I've been around TV my whole life. You know, I'll probably be doing something with television production. I don't want to be in front of the camera, more behind it, It'll help set, set things up. So I, I'll probably ask her to help me find something in that field.
0: And so did you study like communications in college?
1: No, I was a sociology major, actually. Oh, I right. started out as a... Um, I forgot what I started out as, but I had to switch because I wasn't really into it. So I switched to sociology when I transferred. Because, like, you know when you transfer, you have to, like, some of your credits don't make it over. Yeah. But I had the most credits in sociology, so it made me graduate the fastest. So let me go ahead and do this now.
0: Gotcha. Well, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at?
1: Oh, yeah, follow me on Instagram at uh, Isaac underscore Copeland. Uh, Twitter is Isaac underscore Curl Juice, and the first letter each of those words is capitalized so hopefully y'all understand what I'm saying and then uh, even on Xbox if y'all trying to play it's Ike54 is my gamer tag the I and Ike is, un- is lowercase and there's no space between the the word and the, the number so that's where y'all can get at me at